So what is the reason that you can't day drink anymore, Michael? Well, I, 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 I don't day drink. It's usually the late afternoon. Or I mean, okay, it's difficult to say what counts as day drinking here because the sun sets after eight o'clock where I'm. Yeah, where I'm at. Currently. It also sets after like at nine o'clock here. So I, I completely understand. Oh yeah, yeah. So then, does that count as day drinking if it's like beyond what usually constitutes evening? Hey, well, anything your, after five o'clock is probably safe, right? Okay, I'm then your that case. It's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, that's fair. So then I don't date, but a little like early morning. Drink, but you still just have a couple and then pass out. Uh, essentially, like I, I've been by myself for the last two weeks, and 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 I, I don't, I don't react to that very well. So if I have more than a couple, I just get really sad. I started watching one of my favorite, very depressing animes again for like the tenth time of my life. Um, so I'll just sit there, and uh, it's it's a uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion for for those weebs out there um, who have all of the figures and other you know poseable yeah, I, items I in their house. Don't have that um, because I'm poor. But I almost tried getting a wall poster of one of the characters, um, but instead I got a lot more raunchier one from another anime called Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt, which is as raunchy as that title kind of gives off so okay um, of course uh, of course you would have yeah my my old roommate told me that i couldn't hang that up in my room because it was just it's very risque i'll i'll say it i'll I'll say that i was talking to our good friend superfan steven about some artwork that was being created recently and lamenting the fact that i have to clean up the random material in the anime aisles as we're floating through we have we, we have manga that gets pulled off the shelf and the one that i found in particular the other day when i was going through prepping for clothes had fully fleshed out labia in oh. full view on the cover of this thing and i mean it was like so it was a woman with a skirt up with panties that were very well formed to her genitals basically and i was like it's a topographical map of Utah down here. <laughs> I don't know why this needs to be on the cover of artwork, but hey, I mean, if you're lonely and, and this is what's going to get you over the hill, then why the hell not? But So you can uh, see your Salt Lake City. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, what I could not find was the tabernacle for the <laughs> choir to fit into and sing the hymns to the high heavens. But... I did exclaim by the eternal, behold, <laughs> this is the great Salt Lake Valley, and this oh, is the Disinformed <laughs> Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Doc. And I'm Michael. And to quote the hold steady, they say you don't have a problem until you start drinking, and still, until you start <laughs> drinking alone. And they say you don't have a problem until you start bringing it home. Well, and so. you can drink alone. Have you? Are you... Either of you familiar with George Thorogood's I Drink Alone? His song? I mean, not not biblically speaking, but uh, I'm... I, I have I, not I, had you know. sex with it either, so... I highly recommend... <laughs> highly recommend giving it a listen, Mr. Michael. Oh, I thought you were uh, going to say I highly recommend sleeping how with high? it. How <laughs> high? <laughs> it's salty down there. Oh! Guaranteed. It's like a salt lick. Oh, gosh. Yeah, <laughs> <Hey>, good looking. <laughs> It's that pink salt. And <laughs> sorry. Ooh, Ooh. Speaking of, yes. I uh, watched videos of her talking about her father being reincarnated as a hawk. So I can appreciate that. 
Yeah, we're all ah! over the board today. So for those of you who enjoy our, our schizophrenic episodes, this one's going to be right up your alley or your Great Salt Lake Valley, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we we were in the midst of prepping to do an episode, and, and Michael claimed that we are going to be in our fields this evening, and I can share my particular perspective on that as well. But uh, so what we usually do on the show is dive into random esoterica and lie about it. That's the shtick that has held us for over 200 episodes. Uh, it's not going to happen this evening unless we whip a couple in. Uh, we have, you know, I'm I'm working up for possibility of future ventures, occasional disinformed tidbits. For instance, the great Van Morrison song "Moon Dance" is actually penned in honor of his devotion to anal sex. And if you don't believe me, you go back and listen to Brown Eyed Girl as well, and you tell me that Van Morrison doesn't have an <laughs> anal fetish. I'm guaranteeing that right now. Just read between the lines. Someone's going to pull this, you know, Brian Adams talking about the summer of 69 is all about a little oral activity. I'm saying Van Morrison wants a little anal ingus. That's what I'm, that's what I'm driving at. Okay. I mean, yeah, so there you go. <laughs> Depending on what she ate. Or he ate, or they ate, or or them's ate, or him's ate. Hims dot com not sponsoring this <laughs> evening, unfortunately. That reminds or hims. me. That reminds me of some sort of Twitter discourse that I've seen as of late. So you know mm. the word bimbo, right? Uh, everyone is familiar with that term. Okay. Hashtag triggered. Okay, yeah, I I I, I know. Well, because technically you're a himbo. <laughs> I don't feel like a himbo, but a himbo so, slice maybe. So some like I've seen people refer to like hot celebrities as himbos. You know the spacious, okay. the spacious in their head. You know nothing but echoes in there and that sort you of just idea. Call Shane a hot celebrity <laughs> with nothing in there. So yes, I yes, say, I did. I, I'm neither, unfortunately. <laughs> I am the exact opposite. Uh, so then, of course, with you know evolution of discourse. We had the bimbo, now we have the himbo, uh, mm-hmm. and now we have the thembo. So, <laughs> y- yes, and so like every, so the discourse that came from that was, well, good thing we haven't heard of a herbo yet, which is good. Uh, and then or a verbo. Or, well, no, we have heard of those. I get those ads all the time, and I'm like, uh, yeah, why? Yeah, it's also very spacious. Yeah, and I, I just can't afford those. Unless like they have herbos with, like, you know, the shacks off the, uh, off the road. Shaq? Shaq. Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal? Shazam. The, you want to call me the big Aristotle? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Kazam. There we go, there we go. The movie, the great so, so movie of the 90s. I was like, let's please not start going into the Mandela effect again. We've already done a full-blown episode. We do not need to start having Shazam versus Kazam. And it's one of the least popular episodes of the whole podcast. <laughs> or Shabazz the Great and Mighty, I think, was the other title we were throwing out there. But Yeah, so then people came up with the new pro, uh, pronoun, you know, the B and Bem, you know, for the bimbo. So, I... I figured you guys would enjoy that. Yeah, this is why I stay the hell away from Twitter, I think, Uh, amongst myriad other reasons. What do you mean X? No, it's Twitter. I don't give a (laughs) shit what he says. X. <laughs> I, I, there has got to be a coalition of African-American folks somewhere that are really incensed by the fact that this weeb is over here floating the idea his website for right-wing advocates is now going to be called X. Well, he's also, he's also, of course, labeled himself an African-American. Of course he has. I mean, he, 
technically, technically is by yes, virtue of being point. South yeah. African, yes. Yes, yeah, by the I, same rationale that the jackass at the end of Lethal Weapon 2 screaming, Diplomatic Immunity, was also an African-American, technically, at that mm-hmm. point, too. Yeah. But, no, I, I like to, uh, I only catch Twitter for the good discourse like that, or the cop that came out of the slide, if either of you have seen that. <gasps> I have okay. not. Well, I know what we're going to be doing as an after dark because that shit oh, is good. fucking hilarious. So it was this Boston cop, uh, and it was, I think it started on like m- maybe TikTok. I don't know, but I saw it on Twitter where he comes out of this, uh, out of this slide, this kid slide. So not like a very intense slide or anything. Comes out of this kid slide at a playground going like 88 miles an hour and just flying out of it. Um, <laughs> and he just eats shit. Exactly. Like he was, he was trying to go back in time. But you just see, you hear like, you hear him like thudding in the slide and all of a sudden you see him rocketing out as if he like just took some, like he was buttered and greased and just slid down. It's hilarious. That's the power of love is what that is. There's so many memes of that. Um, my favorite one had taken the beginning and stretched it out and had it be um, a Phil Collins song where it starts with the do 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 in the air tonight. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But it, it we didn't want to go whole... with don't lose that number. No, because like him coming out of the slide sound. No, I don't know your references. The if fact you... that I called yeah. it Phil, the fact that I recognized it as Phil Collins is already way above my level. That's so. true. It's true. I don't expect you to get it. I already know your true colors. Yes. It's fine. Exactly. But Michael, there's no jacket required. It's all right. <laughs> I'm just going to take everything you say at face value. All right. Let's get back to the genesis of the story. Let's dance into the night or the I... light. Either way. <laughs> I like Tarzan. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) You will be in my heart. You will not be in my will. You might be in your grave. Anyway, so Helter Skelter, this cop got to the bottom of the slide. and and He just just flings out. He, like, crashes. Everything goes flying. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, Okay. We'll watch it probably a couple times. And there's a... Oh, was what? he in full uniform? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he looked like a like a traffic cop, you know, like he took a break from ticketing people for going over on their meters. It's like fuck it, I'm gonna go down the slide, and he like activated the thrusters and just flung himself out. Nice use of taxpayer dollars there. Full uniform. Oh, yeah. Like what? What? What do you do? Uh, you oh, you protect and serve? No, I uh I go <laughs> on the slides and sometimes the swings. And if I'm feeling really naughty, I get on the merry-go-round occasionally one has to chase the Hamburglar wherever he may lead you. And if he went down the slide, <laughs> you best believe serve, he was motherfucker. diving down that slide. So he's rocketing out at 88 miles an hour. Running up that hill, mm-hmm. diving down that slide like he's fucking Edward Norton's spirit <laughs> animal in Fight Club. Yeah, I got it. I'm mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. As soon as you talked about the, the cop going down the slide, I was just like, I hope this is one of those like, 1980s slides that like because it's you know we're in august right now i'm like we're just pure torture going down it so he's not only like flying off it as quick as he can but it just burns the entire way down you remember those as a kid oh where it's all like metal and if it's been sitting in the sun it 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 does look metal it does look like it's pure metal doesn't look painted at all but the funny part was yes it exactly it's hardcore uh as fuck um but it this actually got on the local sorry you're right um, hardcore as heck. Uh, so he, I'm sorry, H, uh, apostrophe, not apostrophe, asterisk CK. But anyway, they actually had a segment on the local news station where they had kids go down the slide 
that the guy came rocketing out of. And they're just coming down normal. And, like, other people in the area filmed themselves going down the side. Well, they um, didn't have all that bacon grease surrounding them. Exactly. That's what. <laughs> that's the response people are having. Like, people are like demanding that they release the 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 body cam footage. They're like, they want to see the footage. <laughs> I just want to see the teeth that were embedded in the side of the slide, as though this were a libertarian <laughs> wonderland. Oh yeah, you'll that's see. That's what it. I want to see. Oh yeah. Okay. It's, you'll you'll think that we're back at Action Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking that that is still one of my favorite times, I have to tell you. If we're if we're gonna have a vainglorious look back, that was a fun show. I, I appreciate I, just the concept of actual <sighs> live snakes and electrocutions happening in an amusement park. Ride. It is one of my favorite episodes that I've written. It it really yes. was. I I just the fact that like someone was like, you know what? We're making a theme park. Mm-hmm. What's this about regulation? No, fuck you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Heck you. Or H whatever. Okay, so the reason we're even getting into this, before I say, like, having the joys of finding Smedley in Sichu this week, which was also another delight and referring back to an episode I really enjoyed. So there's there's some discussion, some lively uh, discussion being bandied around here, that we might change platforms for this show and uh, slide over into the visual medium Hence, looking at the camera versus not looking at the camera, which I'm, you know, trying to stay versed in. And Doc was starting to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Doc is attempting to look like a grandmother who's about to knit you (laughs) like a cable knit sweater. Oh, young man. So it's it's going to be a good idea for us to just get used to trying what? to have some engagement with the audience one way or the other. So you're going for the grandma. I was going for the sultry, like, come hither. But, uh. That's not working out for me here. How? Why not, not both? Why not both? Why not both? That's I true. Gilfs are a term. It is a thing that happens. Allow me to harken back to a previous host, Porque Nos Dos. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not Chloe two times. I'm also not Chloe Dancer. So I, it's it's not going to ensnare me, I'm afraid. But uh, so in any event, this also leans into the discussion we were having about despondency, which Michael fell into a a, a bit of a downward spiral, as to be expected, when I said I was going to try to kill his baby. And that's not really what's happening. Which, we're we're going to uh, change a little a little perception here and do things a little differently, because admittedly, the format might not necessarily be something that lends itself to enjoyment from everyone. If you have to look up the term disinformation and get a definition before you watch the show, it might not be for you. <laughs> or you might take it in the wrong vein, as the people that I was pitching it to when we first started recording it, where they're like, so you're actually just going to be lying to people hence why i have our long-winded discussion at the beginning of the show to tell you that no i'm not expecting you to leave here with all of these lies settled into your brain and living there rent free we want to disabuse you of these notions we're just trying to have fun but we figure if we liven things up a bit and we can do these lovely discussions that we have constantly here on the show, but we can also keep them a little more short form and we can be a little less tawdry, slightly less racy as opposed to Mm. talking about the salt Valley, (laughs) uh, as we have been. Cause I feel like some of the, we, we had some really lovely folks who were very tickled. (laughs) He switched cameras. 
How midstream? You don't it, you don't do that. You don't switch midstream. That's just in any event. We had folks who approached us at after Fan Fusion who were really appreciative of what we did there, and that was a bit of the sanitized approach for the show, as opposed to our normal. As the the joke routinely is, is that I'm tiptoeing through the woods to steal the virginity of a fairy. Which you know, <laughs> that's a good reference. Woo, that was like that was like episode seven or something like that. Was, that was, yeah, uh, it was in the I think it's in the first four or five episodes, and we were definitely a little more. I mean, for God's sakes, we were talking about Uncle Touchy for the first twenty five episodes oh, in a constant yeah, state. I remember listening to those. Uh, yes. So we we can clean it up a little bit if we know that this is going to be something that is a little more fit for human consumption as opposed to us just going into a ribald humor for hours on end, which is great for us and very therapeutic, but not necessarily something that helps to endear us to a larger audience, as we've discovered. <laughs> so if we want to keep doing this, we want to make it fun for all involved parties, and I, it's not going to change fundamentally what we're doing here at all, but we're just trying other things on for size. Mm-hmm. Which... so. Fantastic. I, you know, it, it as we approach season five, I feel like it is time to not necessarily do a full retrospective, but like to, to you know, like look back and say, hey, you know what? Let's let's change the formula a little because we have done that. We have done that multiple times before in the mm-hmm. past. So mm-hmm. why not do it now? Like to be stuck in your ways isn't it, it's to, you know, deny evolution you know, to to not to not progress as a podcast and uh, I, I, I feel it is <laughs> or time to, to do cease that. being a podcast and become a different medium. Technically <laughs> we can still post some of these things and label it on YouTube as a podcast, sir. Yes. So there you go. But also, I mean, technically a video cast is a podcast. It's all of these other things, but yeah, I, it is what it is. I mm. saw a post on LinkedIn the other day, which is just a slap in the face for me as I was going back through because they keep sending me these jobs to apply for. I was like, well, I guess if I want another <laughs> soul-crushing installment of my existential angst being forced back onto me. Ooh, uh, but one of the things that they had sent was a former colleague of mine who used to report to me put up a little post that said you have to have a job where you are either learning something or making a lot of money and (laughs) if you're doing neither you need to quit and it's like yeah oh that would be uh, nice yeah sure i feel that profoundly and it does make sense because yes if you're not growing in one way shape or form either with uh, fiduciary concerns or from your experiences and the knowledge uh, that you're accumulating over the course of your time frame then yes it is somewhat a wasted effort and we have figured out how to lie about random esoteric nonsense over the course of 200 episodes we do that pretty routinely and fairly well for the most part i'm not being too self-congratulatory with that but yes we, we have gotten very skilled at the easy peasy beautiful <laughs> and so uh, if we don't change doesn't it up, know what i did there <laughs> they will say they will, exactly. if this, oh yeah, no you're so. right it's fine. You can keep your hand gestures. It's okay. I'm still going to be drinkered. 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 Oh, I'm going to be drinkered. Macker. I'm a drinker. I'm a Good old JR is going to become one of the characters, apparently. But I'm still <laughs> going to be drinking non-sponsored beverages on the show routinely because I need to stay hydrated. But that's life. And I need to be hydrated in a different way. 
which is why I'm drinking yes. alcohol. Yes. And Carbonation. Crying. Yeah, yeah. I know. Th- so, that, right now, that's sweat, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, let's not get to the sweat again. <laughs> I have a lot of malfunctioning body functions, okay? But I don't share them with you en masse here. There's some things that might make your, your liver quiver and your spleen turn green, but I wouldn't necessarily want to share them with you lest we disgust our audience. I mean, I just want to put it out there, especially if we're going to the visual medium, so people don't think I oil myself up every time before recording. This isn't glistening skin, from that. I also am a free perspirer, my friend. You have been in a room with me when we were recording. Well, this is a thing. Whoa! <laughs> God. What the hell happened? Really gonna need to cultivate this live recording thing. So we got somebody over here who's flopping cameras, pinging the mute, dropping his dagger that he's got in his left hand here to dispatch anybody who creeps into the bedroom with him. I didn't think that you'd uh, heard the mute button again. I was so gentle. I was so gentle with it. The I was button it the... clicks. It clicks. Not, but I went so slow. I even looked at the audacity it, thing here, and it didn't spike or anything. So I was like, oh, "Okay, perfect." It clicks. I was like a ninja. You I'm can't able to move so, I'm able to move so slowly that you can't see. My movement is imperceptible. I can still see you. No, you can't, can't. see me. <laughs> <laughs> on that on the subject yeah. of that so i'll say what i got sad about and then you all can join me in in sharing what has gotten you despondent <laughs> other than the talk of the show dying it's not uh i was reading the last richard bachman book blaze which if i have not given you the pitch on this it is essentially if you like the king sort of shawshank arc if you will the the green mile uh you know shawshank redemption and that sort of storytelling particularly a lot of the the hearts in atlantis has this same sort of feel heartfelt yet woefully tragic storytelling blaze is very much king's attempt at doing of mice and men because oh. it tells the story of a child who has been through sort of the reformatory system, was abused by his father and subsequently abused by the system, and just never had a good template for how to embrace proper conduct, becomes a criminal into his adult life, and then talks about the, the last caper that he tries to pull. And it is probably some of the most harrowing reading I have done in a good long while, and I don't mind saying, because I do routinely, particularly when talking about Philip K. Dick, uh, I wept uncontrollably by the time I finished with the book, because the ending is not something that leaves you feeling uplifted in any way, shape, or form. I will offer no spoilers for that, but it left me with an image that I wasn't prepared to cope with at that moment, and living with that in my headspace, particularly when I was already kind of on tilt... It did not help me. So I was curled up on the bed crying next to my wife going like, this is not good for me. I don't know why I keep doing this, but I, I do. And then I started watching. I was like, I'm trying to switch things up. So I'm reading uh, Jeff Vandermeer's Annihilation because it's something I've wanted to and I needed a palate cleanser from King. So I was like, this is great. I appreciate that. And then Guardians of the Galaxy 3 popped up on Disney Plus as something I could stream. I haven't seen it yet. So I was like, well, let's see whether or not they're going to continue to abuse me for liking their product. 
And uh, also, I really enjoyed the film, but if you love animals, that is a very difficult sit. So I just sat and cried my way through a movie for another two and a half hours, just ugly crying snot going down my face. So that was the headspace that I was in before walking in to record today is I'm like, I'm cried out. I'm in a great headspace now. I have I've finished. I got all the endorphins out. So yes, I'm I'm great. There is a tear in my beer, and it's there because you, dear. But that's where I am at. So uh, okay, what's, what's bumming you out, Michael? I, <laughs> Macker, uh, Macker <laughs> has been brought. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Uh, because I'm I'm not going to do that voice. Uh, I've been by myself. So my wife and daughter had to go back to Phoenix. The future. No, eighty miles an hour. Down I was going to say eighty. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, no, that's fair. I I didn't want I I didn't want to I didn't want to say it, but I had to spoil it. Yes, they did go down the side. Yeah, lubed in cop juice. Yeah, never. never mind. <laughs> You're welcome. Left a lot of grease in that slide. Ooh, you go. My God, they killed him. <laughs> Man had a family. Uh, so, uh, so they left um about two weeks ago. So I haven't really been all the happy about that uh so i've been by myself essentially when i mm-hmm. so i i go i work i come home i sit down and i wonder what i'm doing with my life and so i drink it, no i actually this is the, the so i <laughs> i have I, I showed <laughs> i showed that i have a beer in hand but this is the first time i've drank in this house in several weeks ah uh, I don't usually take beers to go. I go somewhere so I, else. I work and then I go to the bar and I sit at the bar and I drink and then and I come then home I and come pass home. out. No, I just wanted I... to. I, I wanted to subvert the Tyrion quote. It's like I, this is what I do. I drink and I blow things. Uh, wait, I what? mean, I gotta pay for my beer somehow. Uh, but no, I'll just come home and then I'll be like, well, what am I doing? I don't like. I either spend a bunch <laughs> what of time am I doing at- with my life. Kind of, uh, where I'm like, well, I come home and then I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I could play video games for two, three hours and then pass out, or I can just watch TV. So I started rewatching, uh, like I said at the beginning of uh, the episode, I started watching uh, this anime from the 90s, Neon Genesis Evangelion, which I usually watch whenever I feel like my life's in a rut, because that show is incredibly depressing. It's it's very psychological. The The director of the show of the anime and later the manga um was suffering extreme depression especially towards the end of the show so he just takes that out on the uh characters there it, so it's a mecha anime so it, it, big robots mm-hmm. they, they fight aliens essentially they're called angels the aliens whatever um but it's you know because it's this genre they're all 14-year-old children, and they now have to deal with the fact that... Oh, is this uh, kind of like Gundam? Yes. Gundam. This is... I've always argued that Gundam this style. anime... Gundam style. But this uh, this anime, is, I always argue, is a deconstruction of that genre, where they take it and they make it as real as possible. Um, just as, as real as you can make a giant mecha uh, fighting alien a- angel things. But like... like child these, conscription and... Yes, exactly. You know, so, child soldiers and everything. The, yes, yeah. but they they borrow a lot of uh, the enemies that they fight borrow a lot from uh, Christian mythology in terms of how a- uh, angels are represented in the 
you know, the Old Testament and stuff, where mm. they're supposed to be like beyond your comprehension, like a bunch of wings, eyes, and stuff like that. So a lot of these monsters, like or a lot of these monsters that they fight, are very they defy Lovecraftian. comprehension. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. Or elder um, gods, eldritch horrors, if you will. E- exactly, and so like that takes a toll on them, and it it really like fucks with all, all the characters psychologically because it's supposed to be the end of the world. It are like it's a po- post apocalyptic. Now they got to fight these aliens and all this other stuff. So it's a very interesting case study of just like how much people can suffer before they crack, which I'm like, okay, I'm nowhere near this. I, I'm, 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 my, my okay. life is like, it, so, okay. It, so, so you watch really it to feel had, yeah. better by comparison of like, oh, yeah, oh I thought yeah, things yeah. were rough, but not okay. like But that. I'm not jumping into a giant <laughs> mech to fight some Lovecraftian Cthulhu I beast. thought you were just going down some sort of like black hole there where you were like, oh, no. you know, I watched this to think of how, what's the point of life? What's the meaning of life? Yeah, it's well, different than the manga I was discussing with Delabia. Different hole. Uh, yes. I was going to steal the Hannibal Lecter line uh, about carrier pigeons. Uh, is that, you know, you don't want to breed two carrier pigeons because they'll swoop too deeply and, and kill themselves. So, you know, it's, it's important. They, they like to dive towards the ground and then veer themselves back up. And that's kind of what you're doing here is tilting at the windmill. Yeah. And, and I, I, if, I know if anyone that's listening is an anime fan, I would definitely say to watch it. I'm not giving it the best sell, but I have. When have I ever given anything a good sell? Exactly. I'm straining. I'm. Exactly. I'm really. I'm fighting I see, to get there. I see there. the the blood vessels. The the veins on your head are popping. You're thinking hard. I see smoke coming out the ears. Like I don't. Headphones I, on. Ex- <laughs> that's the scary part. Uh, but yeah, like I don't give okay. good sales on right. things, but it's a very like look up other people's reviews of Evangelion, and, and then you'll have a better idea. And suicidal. No, check out this anime. <laughs> it makes There's me help feel available better. somewhere, not Michael, but yes, <laughs> yeah. No one take anything that I say as advice. If the if, if, if <laughs> except I I'm advising to. you to watch this anime. <laughs> Listen, no, he didn't advice. even life advice. Michael didn't even buy into his 401k. All right, if we've proven anything, no, it just doesn't I make sound not. decisions. Twelve and a half percent on the table. <laughs> uh, so, Doc, how about you? Where's your headspace these days? Oh, I'm great. I have 20 jobs. I just got another one. Bought my third house. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I wish I was that pounds wealthy. Of meat. I, 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 well, actually, you I did make twenty could, pounds of meat. Yes. Yeah, uh, I yeah. I was like, I I know that reference when he sent a picture of a grill full of meat for two and a quarter people <sighs> over the well, hill climbed pissball Pete twenty. Well, pounds no, I did, of I did just meat. make like forty hamburgers or something like that because we did a well, this we did a backyard like a uh, event. It was the end of the summer school uh, thing that uh, Elda teaches, and so we okay. had her um, colleagues backyard over. Taco. Yeah, we had her colleagues over, and so. Did some grilling and stuff there, which was a very busy day. Um, but no, outside of that, honestly, I'm not super depressed. It's very busy. I got two uh, dissertation chair assignments. So I was on a few committees, but now I'm a chair for two uh, doctoral students. So that's kind of exciting. So if you don't make one when the music stops, does that mean that you're disqualified or? Uh, correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And that's exactly how, that's how you get your doctorate. Actually, you just have to be the last one with the chair. The last yeah. one into the chair and then yeah. you get. Okay. That's um, why I'm practicing my, you know, uh, martial arts skills for that. And I finished up the training at the University of Arizona, and I've been assigned a class there on project uh, and operations management. And so that starts on the 22nd of this month. 
So, fire so con Dios. 30 jobs that you have now, right? Yes, ex- exactly. 40, well, I mean, sorry. Like, I'm just trying to, you know, pay the bills. Bear down. Yeah, like, I am. That's uh, it's it's fine. You're just trying to bear down. I get it. I I completely understand. Just trying to make ends meet, brothers. Just trying to make ends meet. Phrase. I hate it so much. Well, you know, they're wildcats. They got to bear down. (laughs) Oh, you'll understand. You'll understand. You all will Uh, understand. Michael, what is the name of what had been Sun Devil Stadium? Has that changed? Because I was asked by a concerned citizen that it had been like it's mullet stadium or something now. I hope I classy. I have no idea. Um, which yeah, the individual who asked who is listening right now. So love you, Jeremy. But, uh, it said like, isn't that a little on the nose for Arizona to call it mullet stadium? So I, I was curious. You would, uh, would know of anyone since you spent a significant amount of time there tooting your own horn, so to speak. I mean, I used to, but this was like years ago. I haven't, I haven't tooted a horn, not even my own, in, in quite it. a few. Well, you know, when you get older, those impulses stop coming to you with with great regularity. God, I it, understand. It, you know, I just to every can't, guy. I can't. I just can't get it up like I used to. I, just, I, I the, the the tooting, <laughs> the tooting. It just it doesn't work. Yeah, you keep trying to dump your spit trap, and it just won't let go. It's spit just, valve. Sorry. It's just lolling around in there. Thankfully, I don't have to play wind instruments. I'm full of my own hot air. I just use myself. You and me both, buddy. I'm essentially an accordion. (laughs) (laughs) That was the joke. Okay, well, I also, (laughs) since I had mentioned it earlier, I do want to say we need to lay flowers on the grave. For those of you out there who are purely consuming... I'll can't cut even that. get through the sentence I'll now. It. I'll God. cut it. So we, this, so we the really got to have still... to work this out. We got to get the kinks out <laughs> on your impulse oh. control issues before we make it onto air. If we're going to we be doing this on like, oh, that's what he's about to talk oh about. Oh my God. You're yelling into the mic. You're wheeling around. It's you're hitting the mute button. You, you don't need to... the megaphone. Put down the megaphone, <laughs> doc. I literally moved it away from me. It is further away from me than it was at the start. It was right here before. Now it's over here. Have you tried putting the mic in another room when you record? No, don't yes. do it in recording. There you go. Don't do it in situ. Is that better? Okay. Is that if sufficient only. for you? Possibly. <laughs> now um, it sounds like it's echoing. Like <laughs> Son just, of a bitch. If you could do me a, a favor and just hit mute, that would that would really help me while I'm getting but through we'll this. Know, uh, we'll hear the ch- fine. I, I'll, I'll live with the button push God for once. Di- all apologies, gentlemen. Jesus ah, Christ. Ah, he's referencing other episodes. <laughs> yes, as he sits and drinks Penny Royalty. But, so, we are going to lay flowers on the grave here. We're going to mourn the passing of Stitcher, quite possibly the greatest of all podcast platforms. And so, to former podcaster Courtney, well, she's still doing podcasts, I lie. But to former disinformant Courtney, my apologies, you are going to have to start consuming your content elsewhere but i have gotten at least like four or five different messages that pop up while i was listening to other shows like are you listening to this show on stitcher 
Well, unfortunately, you're fucked because we're killing it. It's going away. It's going the way of the dodo. We are clubbing it in the head like a baby seal, dragging it off the ice, and then putting it on ice. You're never going to listen to something on Stitcher again. Isn't that shitty? Anyway, you can go to Spotify or iTunes or any of the good places that still make money and are run by evil automatons, but no longer can you listen on Stitcher. Go fuck yourself. Wasn't Stitcher owned by Sirius? So they're uh, a pretty giant company too, aren't they? Well, I mean, he got pushed into the vortex by, Here you know, go. one of those crazy witches. Beyond the veil, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen him after that, and it's really unfortunate. But Bellatrix, you bitch, <laughs> you ruined it for all of us. You killed Stitcher. God you damn killed it. Jobby, you-, you killed Stitcher. I don't know how many other elves you've had to fuck out of this existence, but I'm against you right she- now. I don't care how yeah, you played. Who she knows? blew it all up. They blew it all to hell. And Soylent Green is people, but ah! if you, I don't care how well you played Princess Margaret. God damn it, Bellatrix Lestrange, I have it out for you. We have beef with Bellatrix. <laughs> Ooh, there's a podcast name for you. Beef coming with next Bellatrix. month to Stitcher. Beef with show. Bellatrix. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be me doing Dobby impressions the whole time. Mustn't come on Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Please keep your wands away from Harry Potter. Oh. Anyway, sorry, that. Courtney. Very sorry that Stitcher had to go away. And that is what got me to thinking about killing our show. This is like, if Stitcher's dead, that eliminates again one of the four listeners we still have. Because Courtney's not going to listen if it's on any other platform. So we're basically just we're whittling down. I, I've basically done everything I can to disabuse Doc of listening. And you and know, now so he's uh, or, now he's here on the call. Well, he doesn't even listen Partially. while he's recording with us, which is unfortunate. He's just rolling around and I haven't on moved the-, the damn chair this episode for that reason. I don't know what you people want from me. Okay, so I I moved the microphone away. Oh, now it's too far. It's echoey. I moved it closer. Ah, oh, you're too damn loud. Turn down the gain. The gain's as low as it's gonna go. Still not good enough. Ah, oh, Mike, look at the camera. Okay, let me switch camera. You don't switch cameras midstream. Holy fuck. <laughs> So somebody has to be the comic foil on this show every episode. And, and I was I've the one that. in the barrel last week. So as I listened to myself getting through that conversation and I appreciate it, I even, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I, I, even, <laughs> I even told Melissa as I was listening, is like, it was really fun to be the, the straight guy on the episode for once who just had to sit and let everybody else make the jokes. And I just read the copy and it was, it was a good time. You both did really well last week. So thank you. Yeah, Cause I, I edited that. out all the shit jokes that I made that weren't funny on editing. Well, there that's, were like, you know, the joys of us moving to another platform now is you will not be able to do that. And we're just going to see who oh is God. actually funny in oh context. No. Oh, no, you're right. Ah, <laughs> uh, I can't handle that sort of pressure. And I have to be funny now being attacked by Nat King Cole over here. So I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> if you see me slap at my face at any point, it's because there's a stray gnat in this room that is desperate for my blood. Mm. Oh, we had a huge gnat problem during that stupid cookout. They were everywhere. It was so oh. annoying. Between I them and the aphids, yeah. I don't know which is going to kill you faster. Anyhow. Okay, yes. Oh. But, uh, but yes, I will endeavor to work on my mic placement, my video placement. Um, and your mic placement with regards to your camera. Eh? Eh? 
Yeah. Uh, I oh. mean, I don't appreciate your pun, but I, I'm glad you're trying. Picking up what you put. Right. Thank you. Well done. I, Thank you. Also, the finger guns, I feel like, accent anything perfectly, as long as you just <laughs> finger gun. Be sure you roll enough back that we get the pit stains yeah, on. Yeah, because oh, I, I want. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> See, the nice thing is, is at some point, it's a, when you're just a hideous fucking chud and you've gotten acclimated to that fact, I have absolutely nothing that I feel bad about when I'm on camera. I, I don't feel, there's no superficiality that needs to be maintained. So just give in and realize you're yeah. going to look the way you look, regardless of how you try to, you know, doctor it up, pardon the pun, and uh, how just was I live with it. Anything? <laughs> He's saying because I'm not a doctor. No, I don't. Okay. At any rate, I will say that I definitely don't prefer this stupid angle. <laughs> well, I also will say I don't prefer you sounding like you're broadcasting from the bottom of a well. So I Am mean, I still if you far wanna... away? Yeah, I just. Well, I, <laughs> I've given up. <laughs> I I only moved. Is this better? I I mean, it, yeah. You don't yeah. sound echoey. Well, I just moved it back where I had it before when you said you had a problem with it before. Oh, now Have you're you... too. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So, have you ever used your inside voice? No, I actually I do not have a good inside voice. Okay, I don't. I told I, you, Elda already says like we're we're talking about eggs, and she's like, you don't have to yell at me, and I'm like, why would I be yelling about eggs? Nobody's mad about eggs. I'm just, eggs. <laughs> you got to wake your eggs up. Have I told that? <laughs> oh God! Now he's unplugging shit again. What? Listen, I'm, tell the story. So you so, have you've already said that you uh, that this is like you know just a, a scrap one, or like we're just we're moving to a new platform. Okay, so this is my trial and error business. Okay, okay. As we've noted, I've got way too many jobs. I don't have time to hop on here and mess around with all this stuff on my own time. So it's trial by fire right now. This is the way you see me. Great. This is the way you're going to keep seeing me. Is this too loud? I'm sorry. Let's turn down the gain. The gain doesn't go down further. Push the mic away. Now I'm at the bottom of I the mean, Personally, I feel like the other He's camera listening. looked better. I'm just going to point that out. But, uh, you know. Yeah, now I'm getting any... pit stains like Michael over here. Yeah, I mean. And I just... turned this on, but then I'm suddenly at the airport. <laughs> See, you you might appreciate this can- camera angle, but I feel like the eight head's really starting to get to me. So if you could go back to the other one. God damn it. <laughs> Call it one. All right. Anyways, <laughs> see, this would be great video content. That's all I'm saying. I mean, no why need for composure. Let's just put all this on YouTube as is. I mean, of course, with some editing for the so podcast. Just, you know, but... use use the camera that you that you bought for the purpose of looking good, and just put that at the place where the camera is now. Oh, well, they're both the same. So I I told you that I bought. Wait, the you camera. have two separate cameras. Well, I've got I've got well, the ca- I have two got, cameras. Well, I've got three cameras actually. So I've got because I told you that I had bought one. Uh, uh-huh. So, but then I had so I bought one. I got the one that comes with a stupid laptop that looked like crap. We used to talk about how I, I look like. Crap, oh, so that's I, fair. So yeah. One. Okay. So I okay. bought I bought one for that. But then at the same time, when I bought it, I was like, oh well, let me try to order it through work because I could probably just get one from work. Uh, as part of my like, oh, stuff. and that was going to be a million on, years. Yeah, and then, okay, and, okay. But then I never it's went back and I canceled back. the order, and then it eventually just showed up, and it turned out to be the exact same one that I bought. So now I've got this one that you're seeing is my work camera that I just put on top of the laptop, and then the one that I transferred over was that. So I've got, I've got cameras I, now coming up my yin yang. I'm the well, oh, well, okay. I I'm was the cop coming suggest- out the slide. Okay, okay. I was going <laughs> to suggest before you said the the cameras up your yin yang. 
that you just do multiple, uh, you know, versions of the call where it's just multiple angles of you. But I don't think I want to see that camera angle. I don't think I need to see the. You don't want to visit my Salt Lake, Lake City here. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Especially uh, Utah, if we're trying to be YouTube. I was gonna say the Utah Board of Tourism is gonna be really upset at us. For- which is who we're sponsored by today yes go uh, visit your salt lake that's the church of mormon yeah if you yeah the church of mormon in fact (laughs) how much i know about the mormons there it is Uh, the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints Saints. i will have you know do you know i went to one of their performances one time when i was (laughs) yes i moved the damn chair deal with the chain i saw you shaking your head my god (laughs) i'm losing it (laughs) i moved the chair once this entire episode I, I, okay, so you've unplugged the camera do, do every 30 seconds. You change your you mic remember? settings constantly. No, so I, you, I, you I have not to... changed my mic settings. I've only moved the microphone to try to appease you. The camera is fair enough. Uh, so, have so you tried you not see... speaking? That, well, I well, did for a good chunk of the episode, actually. Okay. Well, you went go... to see the Mormons yeah, in their natural uh, uh, habitat. And not the Book of Mormon, but the Mormons in there. Well, okay. yeah, I went to, and back when I was in Canada there. And when I was in high school, I was invited by... Uh, this woman named Abby to go to, she was a Ooh. Mormon. And so I went with her cause she was cute and I thought, Oh, this would be fun. And, uh, and then she heard me cracking jokes about the, <laughs> the, uh, heard cracking okay. jokes about the Mormons. Tough when and... some motherfuckers fucking around with the camera when you try to keep a straight line of thought, isn't it? Isn't that tough? Isn't no, that not weird really. just to have those? Yeah. It's, it's your story uh, one stops. of those, uh, so one I of guess those it is difficult. Well, we got to describe this for the audio listeners. What are you waving in the camera? We must know. My dick. Well, okay. See, there you go. <laughs> Allow me to present my trunk to everybody. Hello. There you go. Oh, I Enjoy. get that reference. It's an elephant. All right. Can- I'm going to make it rain on you, my friend. <laughs> okay. Your $2 all right, bills. All right. That's right. Thank yeah, you, Smedley butt hair over here. It's 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 what oh I always God. tip. I always tip two dollar bills. Why? Okay, because, no, no, because, I gotta ask because that. it's real currency, but nobody ever gives them out. So and like most yeah. people don't even remember them. So I give them that because it's always a unique experience. So I always have stacks of two dollar bills because that's what I use for tips. But no one else would accept that if they were to take those two dollar bills and try and spend them. Most people would be like, we don't accept those. That's not true. It's legal. It's legal tender. It's completely acceptable. And I'll, ha- I'll have you know, you're saying it like it would actually annoy the people. Literally, all I ever get is, oh, this is awesome. Well, let me tell you what's not awesome. Uh, this show. So <laughs> <laughs> so you, you went to so see you were the Mormons. with this Abby chick. With oh, Abby anyways, I, there's not Abby even a real Road story studio. here. I was just going to say, then she heard me like crack jokes about God. And then I was... And then she like, uh, <laughs> when did I was she children the, of the corn to you or? Well, no, then I was walking in the hallway one day and she just came in and like, give me a swift kick in the ass and then like shoved me into a locker. And I was like, that's not very Mormon of you. When she kicked you, did you turn the other cheek? She, she got both. She got right in the middle. She was a very good kicker. Oh you, God. Woo. That wasn't yeah. very Christian of you. You should have turned the other cheek. Well, I'm not the Christian. It wasn't there. She was three a Christians laughing girl. at that joke. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, on the subject of weird currency, I think I have a great place for us to end. So we okay, can put a bullet perfect. in this thing so that we don't okay. have to torture the audience any longer. Oof. So this week, while at work, I had probably one of the greatest experiences that I've ever had in that I finally figured out when the strippers get off their shift. <laughs> <laughs> and they come to the bookstore? Yes. So hey, I was hanging. Yeah, I'm on. Why, why wouldn't they? They want to be learned. 
They, they like books. Be, they want to be learned. I, learned. I come here for some good I'm going, learning. I'm going well, to learn you something. They were purchasing, you know, the the habits of, uh, you know, how to make friends and influence people. There's some business exactly. uh, investment courses that they were working with. There's uh, Gladwell's, uh, you know, outliers because you know, time and ten thousand hours. They're they're getting great at their craft. Mm-hmm. In, in any event, I had three women over the course of 15 minutes come up and ask if they could do a split transaction. No, there's no euphemism in, involved here. They're just saying they wanted to do some portion of the payment in cash, some with a credit card. In each instance, they produced increasingly larger stacks of bills, all of which were singles. Now, so the first when they one, were produced these, did they give them from the wallet, or did they do the whole, like, sweaty boob? Like- so, thankfully, all of them were, you know, produced from a purse, so there's that, at least. The Great Salt Lake Valley was not shown. But the first Ooh. one said she was purchasing a gift for her grandfather. Now, I will tell you, there was very little clothing on this individual. <laughs> when she came in to begin with. So this dialogue is just absurd on the face of it that I'm sitting here talking to a woman in pasties, basically, who's saying, like, I got this book for my granddad because I'm sure he's going to love it. And so she asks if she can do the split, and she proceeds to give me $25 in ones and then pays another, like, $6 on a debit card. Now, there was a much larger wad of bills with all of this other stuff. I was like, why didn't you just pay all in cash? What was the point of splitting this transaction? Why did that 683 have to come out of your checking? But in any event, she moves on. Now, the one that killed me is the the end of the sandwich, because this girl came up and completed the trifecta. And she's like, I also want to pay with cash. And she was wearing shorts that were smaller than my attention span. And uh, there's, you know. There was a Michael situation going on here, so there was some some things that were possibly going to poke my eyes out. And then she proceeds to pull out a wad of bills that were it was awe inspiring. How like many the size singles? Of your fist? And she gave me seventy dollars. Sixty of that was in singles. <laughs> So I got 60 singles, a 10, and then she paid another $15 on a card. And I had to sit as she's counting these singles out. And some of them were exceedingly crisp, which also is another one of those things like, you don't get singles out of an ATM. So where is anybody getting fresh, newly minted $1 bills? But there was a smell to all of oh, these no. things, which had a very interesting kind of ammonia-esque kind of odor to it as I'm sorting through these things. And the entire time as I'm sitting through, it's like, oh, my God, I really got to wash my hands when I finish this <laughs> shift. <laughs> so I feel like the uh, the face that launched a thousand ships just walked into this store and all of them proceeded to erupt on me. So uh, at least it was, it was all really... coming from a purse, though. I, when I was working yeah, as a cashier yeah. at the grocery store, oh, so yeah. many times people would just reach into Straight their cleavage, the yeah, yep. and it was, and like sometimes they'd give you, and you know, this was in Texas, so it was hot. So uh-huh. some of these bills would be damp, it was hot. and you'd be like having to like unpeel them, like you know, okay, there's the twenty, and there's the five, and it's like this is so gross. Yep. 
And we also now have a machine that helps us to identify counterfeit bills, but you have to mm. run it through the machine and it will tell you the denomination of currency or it will give you a red light. And so I, I did, took the liberty of running a few of the crisp bills through the machine, but the, uh, the damp ones I, I didn't want to try out. Yes, you didn't want to break the machine. <laughs> no, it would take way too much time. And it, it does argue with you. If there's even just a slight little crimp or crease in the bill, it does not want to take it. And like, so it's they used really to just have a marker that you would mark. Yeah, nope. We have moved into a far more sophisticated field, which it's great when it works. It's fantastic when you throw a crisp pundit through it and it's, you know, gives you the hundred dollars and you're like, yes, great. But when you've gone 19 times and it keeps giving you the red light, you're like, okay, either this is a counterfeit bill. Or I just haven't crimped it sufficiently for this to slide through the machine. And how am I going to have this conversation? And you're, of course, doing this in front of the person. So it's a delight. They're always, you know, not concerned in the least that you're sitting here for five minutes just aggravating over this currency that they've tried to hand you. Especially when so. it's just like a, a one or a five. And it's like, you think I'd go to the trouble of counterfeiting this? Uh-huh. I mean, that is the, the $5 bill is the most counterfeit bill. It strangely if is. I yeah. know. Really? I thought well, it was because, a 20. No, wow. No, everyone checks 20s. You don't check 5s. Why mm-hmm. would you do that? Like, unless you have a machine like his where you could just throw all the bills through. But even then, you're not going to do that for all of them unless they're strangely damp or strangely crisp. Like, if they don't, if they pop out for some reason, then yeah. But you're not going to take all the 5s and be like, you know, even, even doing the whole, like, um, watermark check you're mm-hmm. not going to do that for fives you do that for 20s and above now we need yep. to start counterfeiting two dollars no <laughs> you have them that it's dead jim just let you, the two dollar die do you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to maintain a two dollar bill because if you go to the banks you have to order them because if you go to a bank usually yeah, because like, nobody wants them <laughs> <laughs> they're dead so you're telling us like you're going penny. as like you're going to these lengths to get these two dollar bills correct and that's the hassle well because every time i got tipped out at hungry Howie's, i hated two dollar bills what? with a passion i have literally like put two dollars like anyway i went to a spot where you know just like you go to the cashier and it's got a little uh you know, glass jar up front there, and I put a two dollar bill in it after I finished the thing. And the this was like two weeks ago, and the woman behind the counter was like a two dollar bill, and she like cracked out her wallet and took out two ones and switched over. And she's like, I haven't seen one of these since like I was a kid. My grandpa used to give me these, and she loved it so much. She she took it out of the yeah, thing. Yeah, she's collecting them because you can't spend them anywhere else. You, I, I'm <laughs> telling you, it is usually a very popular hit. First of all, it's real tender, so it's real money. It's better than just getting a one dollar bill. And there's something unique. They remember you. Yeah, because you're giving them money that they don't. They're like, I'm gonna <sighs> frame this. Because ain't no one giving me a $2 bill in decades. Coming soon to Nickelodeon. Ah, real currency. (laughs) (laughs) Every time Doc produces a $2 bill to pay somebody for a tip. I'm telling you, people love it. You know, you guys should try it yourselves. But no! if, you go, if you go to Bank of America or something and you ask, can I have all the $2 bills in hand, in like that you have in the bank? They usually just have like, you know, 20 bucks worth. Like they have you like have 10 a- do you have a gun in your hand while you're asking this? <laughs> Give me all the two dollar bills. No, I, I just I bank. just slide a note across to the teller. <laughs> they have my all daughter. <laughs> I need to pay in two dollar bills. 
I want to one up the other guys in the strip club, and this is the only way to identify myself. Oh I my did one, the, 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 the very first time I had to order it, right? Because like I, I so I used to go around to all these different bases in Austin. I'd go around all these different Bank of Americas and like you know get the, the get the ten that they had here, get the six that they had here, get the. And then uh, I was talking to my banker, and he's like, you know, you can just like we can just order them, but you know it'll take like you know a week or two, and then you know you can come pick them up. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. And he's like, well, so how many do you want? And I didn't know. Because I was like, well, how do I make this like worthwhile for myself? So I ordered a thousand dollars worth of two dollar bills. The, this was like back in like tw- <laughs> twenty sixteen. You're and shitting me. I'm, what I'm the not. Fuck? No. Why do this you think is I have them in the stack? You that I did not this, know. This is why I have existed. them in the actual things. Like you so, like Thomas Jefferson whole... that much. But it, but what was so cool about it is then I went and I, I brought like when I went to pick them up, I I thought it would just be cute, so I did it. I brought like my briefcase with me and I put all the, the, the stacks of the dollars in the briefcase and walked out. It was very like funny. I, you... And then I I did the little like you know uh, Pulp Fiction thing. And, you know I like when I when I got home and like my my ex was there and she's like, oh, did you get the trailer bills? And I was like, ask me if we're happy. She's like, we happy? And I was like, yeah, yeah we happy. We happy. <laughs> oh, I, so. Uh, the next scene you, I'm picturing is when, you know, John Travolta was on the toilet and gets gunned down. That's the next scene I'm thinking of. <laughs> While the glorious uh, brown sugar Pop-Tarts were popping out of the toaster. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. I, I, I never I'm got just, to enjoy those. I do have to say. This is uh, you're telling on yourself right now, because from that story alone, you have proven to me that you are absolutely telling these people on the telephone to refer to you as Dr. Gregory. <laughs> There's no yes. way Almost that the man certainly. who has not gone out of his way to order a thousand dollars in two dollar bills is not like that's Dr. Gregory. And I'll tell you why. Here's a tip for you. <laughs> and I bet if they do an accident and call him Mr., he will be like, uh-uh, it's Dr. Remember, Doctor Thomas Jefferson. I, I told. I, I mean it. I why? First of all, if I'm telling on myself, why would I tell you all this stuff? But lie about that. That's no, fine. I don't. I don't correct it. Like, I just you know. now. I I have a string of stories of you just strolling up and being like, you know, this is the fanciest restaurant here in Virginia. <laughs> uh, we are. I'm sorry, Doctor Gregory. We we can't get the table for you this evening. It's we're fully. Booked. And then I just like, shake their palm. What would and you? Slide uh, over. What would you say to uh, Mr. <laughs> Jefferson right here? <laughs> Am I moving on up? Huh? Huh? <laughs> and they're like, oh, a two dollar bill. We've never seen that before. You can have the luxury suite. <laughs> We'll send bar service to you right away, sir. Or I'm gonna, doctor. I'm going to remind everybody right now, uh, based on this conversation, I pulled up the 11 rules of the earth to hearken back to episode two here. And the one I want to point out to everybody here is rule number eight of the 11 rules of the earth, which is do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. I have to go out of my way to order these two dollar bills <laughs> so I can I'm differentiate not myself. <laughs> That's not, I was just saying that it's cool. I literally do it because it brings smiles to people's faces. Okay. Oh, you're WWE <laughs> now. Fuck it. I'm bringing smiles to people's faces. I'm no. harming scores of other people to get there, but by God, harming it's a nobody. hell of a time, pal. Michael might not like it, but most people do. I also worked in the service industry for probably longer than Michael, and I can tell you, I I would love it. Oh, the and did you spend it or did you keep it? Of course, did I you spent hoard it. them? Hoard 
$500 bills. I'll tell you what. Pass no, them through. Nobody complains about a $2 bill. You know what you would complain about is if you were in Canada and you had $2 coins. That would be a pain in the ass if I'm just giving people change all the time. Hey, but, it's not get your, your toonies and loonies in an uproar here. That's right. Okay? That's right. Oh, yeah. That's, the game. Calm gotcha. Down. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm screaming into my mic, and I don't give a shit. Yes. Uh, well, if you're going to make it rain this evening, you can be the rainmaker with the $2 bill. People love it. I'm and telling I'm you, the go rain to the bank, man. make it happen. You know, so, they get a no. kick out of it. Plus, you get to, I, I highly recommend everybody take their suitcase and go order some $2 bills from the bank. Okay. Oh, hold, hold on. Before we continue this train of thought, I want you to look me, look at me dead in the eyes and tell me that you think I have a suitcase like that. Well, you should. Why? But why not? Am I a businessman? Do because I get the business? Because well, we're moving to a new platform, and you are going to need to transfer all of our files. <laughs> okay, that is fair. If I had to do the, you know, the uh, sword in the stone, like singing and dancing and putting every... Oh, no, that wasn't a suitcase. That was like a little bag thing. Never mind. Reference not secured. Get out of here. Well, if I'll you get want... you a suitcase, Michael. No, I don't want one. <laughs> and he's going to pay for it with $2, with $2 bills. bills. So uh, if you don't have a smile on your face by the end of this episode, you can please write to Dr. Michael Gregory, care of the West Virginia Tourism Board, and he will send you a fresh, crisp $2 bill in order to bring you a little satisfaction and some peace of mind. As a tip, I'm assuming this person <laughs> who's writing me is also doing me a service. Throw a little something in that envelope for me. <laughs> Be sure you call him doctor, and uh, and that's the service. And that's service as you send that anthrax, apparently. <laughs> but uh, all right, I think that is going to officially wrap this thing up for this evening. But if you've experienced joy, if there's a smile on your face this evening, you can tell us so. Please like, subscribe, rate, and review. We would love to hear from you. Obviously, it's going to be very important to us over the next few weeks as we run uh, to determine the the future of this. But if you haven't already gone over to our YouTube channel and subscribed there, I would strongly recommend you do so. It's probably going to be the the best and simplest way for to uh, you know stay on top of our content going forward, regardless of what transpires. We guarantee that you can find us there, regardless. Because YouTube is generous to, you know, flushingly white folks like us, apparently. Wow. Edit that. No. <laughs> when you're this pale, they just love to have you in a visual medium so that you can just blitz out everybody's eyes. Just reflect all of the light towards the camera. I, I know I can see it. I'm, I'm, I'm glistening. Uh-huh. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like a spotlight <laughs> with my forehead. You got to get some of those old Inuit tree goggles where they've, you know, took the bark off the tree and made the little slits in so they don't become snow blind when you're walking around uh, in the yeah. cold Alaskan winters. That's how you're going to have to watch us on YouTube, unfortunately. But Oof. it's a good look. Captain Cold all the way. But, uh, you know, <laughs> stick with us. More comic book references to come and $2 bills for everyone. Coming right in a flash. Thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, Mirror Master over here is going to finally take us out. So, for the Disinformed Podcast this wonderful week, it's a glorious time for all of you. We love you. There's a link tree in the show notes. It'll take you to nonsense. Go find that. It's fine. I'm, I'm gargling. I have that, you know, the phlegm on the, the uvula that I described hating so much as a voiceover person. I, it's accumulating, and I'm trying not to clear my throat. So... I'm going to get us out of this before it all goes tits up again, like the strippers coming into my bookstore. 
And so for the Disinformed Podcast this week, I'm Shane. I'm Doc. And I'm Michael. We hope you have your $2 bills and a Baja Blast. And zippity zoop, we're out of here. $2 bills, y'all.